This is the Real Footy Podcast. Thanks for joining us to tip the round, round 16. My name is Andrew Wu and I'm joined by the clubhouse leader. <laughs> a very crowded clubhouse yeah, you're very... in right now. Uh, how are you, Pete? How does it feel seeing your lead get whittled down to uh, zero? Yeah, I'm in a bit of a slump, actually, with my tipping. There's no doubt about that. And uh, been joined by, I think, Caro, Mark McGowan and John Pyrrhic. It's just been a disastrous buy round period for me um, in terms of my tipping. So down on confidence, but uh, hoping to bounce back. <laughs> and on the devil's number two eighty seven. So we're all stuck there for this week. I noticed there's uh, everyone's tipped the same apart from Caro in one game. So I know Caro's tipped Richmond, which is not a great surprise. It's actually Richmond's form's actually been the reason. Um, they've won their last three, and I don't think I've tipped them to win any of those games. So. They haven't been favourites either, have they, in the last no, so few games? No, so done very well. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of energy used up in chasing, so... <laughs> <laughs> what a load of crap. I'm just tipping really badly, and uh, I have to get back into form. Yeah, it's... Uh, what are we? There's about eight or nine rounds left to go, so... Uh, yeah, long way to go. What are you on, Wooey? I'm on 83, so I'm oh. just just stalking the leaders. Yeah, a bit back, but I was about this. I was about four behind. Yeah, no, you've done well. No, I've, my respect for you is, you know, re-establishing itself. <laughs> okay, enough of that. Yep. Into the footy, and the first game of the round is at the Gabba, uh, where we see the Brisbane Lions take on Richmond in a rematch of last year's elimination final. A controversial one as well. Yep. On that night, Brisbane squeaked home thanks to Tom Lynch missing. Or did he miss? We, did yeah, we ever get to the bottom of that? that box of Pandora's box again. <laughs> um, do you give Richmond a chance? No, for a couple of reasons. Uh, Brisbane at the Gabba is one of those must-tips at the moment. Uh, coming off the bye, we've seen the trend that uh, if one team's coming off the bye and one team's not, then you probably odds are in, stacked in the favour of the team who's that one played the week sense, before. doesn't make sense, the bye. I, I think that's just one of those st- statistical anomalies. Oh, I, I kind of agree with you, but, you know. Because um, logically, if you look at it logically, you should be better off uh, coming off the bye at this time of year when your players are a little bit tired. Well, it's the old debate around, you know, match hardened versus uh, having a mental break and switching off slightly and then therefore being a little bit... uh, I suppose you know that round one is the hardest game for teams to run out, so I suspect that they start off well, but it just becomes a long game when you've had a couple of weeks off. That's just my feeling in the way the games have panned out. Um, Pickett's back, but the crucial thing that's making me tip Brisbane with a bit of certainty is that Dion Prestia's out with a calf, and he's a massive out for Richmond. He's a really, he's obviously a great player, um, and he's crucial to the way they play. So I think without him, they're going to find it very difficult to match Brisbane around the ball, and then they're going to struggle therefore to stop their small uh, their forwards, which have been in reasonable form lately. They do get Jacob Hopper back as well, but you'd think at this stage, Prestia is a much more important player to them than Hopper. Yeah. Pickett back is, I think they'll give them a bit of a, a lift to morale. Yep. And okay. But it goes back to the Gabba. I mean, since Brisbane became a good side in 2019, they've won 45 for 53 at the Gabba. 
so of the eight they've lost, four were in finals and one was when they were ravaged by COVID. So all signs point to Brisbane being the percentage tip. So I'm confident Brisbane will win. I'd be very surprised if Richmond get up. Yeah, so am I. I'm a bit surprised Caro's... Uh, well, I'm not surprised at Cara. For all She's on sticking that. with Richmond. <laughs> Tigers all the way, and they've served her well. Yeah, sometimes you do have to jump off when you're ahead. But we'll see. She she yeah. may get that right, but Cara I don't think she will. Cara's the classic tipster that's going to just draw annoyance for you for a while, and then <laughs> see you later. <laughs> I just know Cara won't listen to this. <laughs> like, like the pacemaker in UK racing. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Loom at the turn. See you later. (laughs) Okay, so Brisbane for both of us. Friday night footy takes us to Sydney where it's uh, the battle of last year's grand finalists, uh, the Mm. Swans against Geelong. Swans are starting to come good, aren't they? They're getting a bit of personnel back uh, and against Geelong who are also getting personnel back. Now, surely, I saw Sydney play last week. It was a bit of a, it was a glorified training run, really. Shocking. I thought at about quarter time, I reckon 200's in danger You here. did say that, yeah. And, uh, God, West Coast were terrible. But Geelong will be much better than West Coast. How do you see this? Well, I think it's a tough game because you said Geelong's getting players back, which they are. Dangerfield's coming back, but they've lost Jeremy Cameron, which is a huge That's a hole. a big loss, yeah. Um, I'm... Tipping Geelong only because their performances in the last two times they've played Sydney, which was uh, earlier this year. Dominant, weren't they? In the grand final, they absolutely thrashed them around stoppages. But if you remember the game at Cadinia Park earlier in the year, uh, Sydney, that was kind of their first week or two without any backline whatsoever. Um, So it'll be a much more even game because Sydney, even if you take out last week, are going a little bit better than they were earlier in the year. I, I just think Geelong are... Better around the footy and better at scoring at stoppages than Sydney, and their backline's starting to get into some sync, which is absolutely required. Um, and Tom Atkins and Brad Close's performance gave me a bit of heart last week, so I'm only taking it on past matchups between these two, but I'm not confident in this tip at all. Tom McCartan will be a big in mm. for Sydney this week. First game in about, oh, must be a couple of months now. Yeah. Uh, will Haywood will come back in after missing. Interesting what they do with Buddy Franklin this week because they did kick, what, 31 goals or whatever it was in the end last week. 31, yep. Uh, without Franklin now, I mean, who knows? They would have kicked 48 <laughs> with Franklin. <laughs> who knows? I mean, if he, if he played last week, maybe they kicked more. But yeah. it's hard to make a change when, you fun- when your forward line is functioning that well. Uh, and if they were to make a change, it might be Hayden McLean. But he had 17 and three goals. So oh, he'd numbers. be unlucky. Yeah. yeah. Look, this is a bind a little bit that Sydney's in. It'd be very brave for them to not play Buddy if he's fit and available. And I'd imagine that they would play Buddy because he's going to take a strong defensive um, player to you know play on they're not going to just let him roam loose and that can open the opportunity for Amadi and McDonald yeah yeah I, I, I'd expect him to play but maybe they say take another week to get right well they could um, Sydney you're you're yeah look McCartan's coming back in and that's great it's fantastic that he's back but you don't expect huge things first week back um, they just got the massive bonus of no Jeremy Cameron that that tips the balance much yeah, that more. makes it a really close game. But yeah. I, th- I think Geelong, based on I mean, danger coming back, the midfield looks a bit stronger now yep. compared to when they... Stanley back was huge too. Yeah, and they were Duncan's, but Duncan's back. Holmes, yep. Max Holmes is a really good player. Yep. I think there's 
I think the Cats will win. So I'm reasonably confident on this. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that worries me. So we might be chewing the red and the white on Friday night. Yeah, I don't think I've got a Friday night tip right for. Well, oh, it's it it's bad like when you weeks. get the Thursday Friday night tips wrong. It just sets you back and. Yeah, I know. It's really disappointing. And you, you've had a bit of that in the last four weeks. And yeah, no. Nah, so I've been in times. a terrible mood over the weekend. The last four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on to the weekend action. Saturday afternoon footy, we go to Adelaide for the Crows hosting North Melbourne. And, uh, I mean, I'd be surprised if anyone here tipped North Melbourne, apart from Emma Carney, who was committed to tipping North. Yeah, well um, done, Emma. You don't have to. No one in this office will think anything worse of you if you tip sensibly. We might not, you, but yeah, the North integrity at AFL might sort of uh, <laughs> <laughs> raise a few eyebrows. Yeah, that's true. And there might be an odd, you know, Brett Ratton, mate, Give her a sideways <laughs> glance and say, what are you doing? But, you know, that's up to her. Still her choice. She can't really then go in the dressing Adelaide room and say, I believe is... you, I believe you. Yeah. And they produce the tip, newspaper. Yeah. Um, I mean, North, Mel- North Melbourne, they've lost 12 in a row now. I, I would say I'm going to put a watch on North Melbourne because if it wasn't for West Coast and how badly they'd be, they, they are going, We'd be looking a little bit closer at North. Twelve in a row, even though they've improved under Ratton, yeah, it's still twelve in a row. I mean, I agree that twelve in a row is not great, obviously, but they've had some players emerge in the last few weeks. Wardlaw, Cheezel's been good all year. They're four to the footy. They're okay. Like there's a, a few players there to like, whereas West Coast, mm. you know, there's nothing to to like. No, there's all. nothing there, to, nothing to like in Perth, but still, I mean. You, 12 in a row. Well, they nearly uh, beat Essendon. True. But you don't get four points for nearly, and we don't get the tip for <laughs> no, a nearly no, either. That's true. Well, you can't tip them. You're tipping Adelaide. No, you can't. You're tipping Adelaide. Yeah. Adelaide Biggest certainties of the round, Adelaide. Mm. Going out in the limb there, Pete. <laughs> no, I know. Well, it's obvious, but they are. Okay. <laughs> Adelaide for the both of us. Yep. Now, I think this is the trickiest game of the round, the one coming up. Western Bulldogs against Fremantle. At Marvel Stadium on a Saturday afternoon. Now, I had to really give this one a long, hard think. Um, I know I tipped Fremantle a couple of weeks ago against the Giants, and you were supremely confident on the Giants. I was, yeah. But this one, oh, jeez. I still don't, I'm not tipping with any confidence on this. Which which way are you going? Oh, that is, a, I'm tipping the Bulldogs, but not with great confidence either. Because I can't... I mean, I, I got Freo right against the Giants, but then I tipped Essendon to beat them, which was a ridiculous tip last week. Um, Freo are inconsistent and unpredictable, and in Melbourne, I think the Bulldogs will have too much firepower, and we say it every single week, but their midfield is really strong. I just worry that their forwards aren't great against Fremantle's defence, which is starting to get organised uh, they're yeah, really they're, good. They're halfbacks are the strength, Fremantle. But yeah, the thing with Luke the dogs, the, well. the dogs midfielders rack up big numbers, but a lot of them are handballs that yeah, don't no. go anywhere. No, no, but they I'm go around the numbers. I mean, they got they got quality players like uh, Bontepelli, Bailey Smith. It would be handy if he got back to some of his Needs capacity, it, doesn't he? Yeah, um, and they're obviously missing Jason Johannesson is a big loss for them, and Ed Richards. I think that's made a big difference to the confidence that you would have otherwise. But I'm tipping the Bulldogs. They lose Liam Jones as well this week. The Dogs, who might be replaced by you know, Josh Bruce or a Ryan yeah, Gardner. No, they they had 72 up. inside 50s last week or two weeks ago against North Melbourne. Yeah, and they should have kicked 
more than 15 yeah, look, goals. This will be a close goals. game, I agree with you, but I'm sticking with the Victorian team. Sean Darcy's made a massive difference to Freo as well. He's, his ability to get scores from stoppages is off the charts, so Tim English will need to be at his best. Which They walk taller a, with him in the side. When, when he's played this year... average height. Uh, well, they just, oh, they just get the protection from him. Yeah, that's true. And they feel a bit he's braver. A boy. Having that big body around yeah. to to clear the path. Kind of like Mumford at, at the Giants a few years back. They're 7 kind and of 5, like you Darcy. in the office, where we, we just, you know, <laughs> walk around a bit taller. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know about that. Yeah, no, I'm going the dogs by two points, so there's not much confidence Yeah, either there. way, I would so say. So you like Fremantle, yeah. uh, I'm not going to... I'm not going to persuade you against that. Twilight game on Saturday afternoon, and this will this is a better game than it looks on paper. Gold Coast against Collingwood. Gold Coast are very difficult to beat up there, and the Pies were well. Were they lucky last week? Were yeah, they a little absolutely. bit fortunate. They were, probably weren't at their best, uh, but they still got the job done. I mean, the Adelaide supporters took the result well, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> Complaining about umpires. Is, is there a Oh, yeah, that Collingwood supporters don't do that. <laughs> uh, no, no, only for the last fifty years. But um, they they did carry on a bit, which was kind of humorous. But maybe in thirty years' time, we'll get a new camera angle of the um, Jordan the Dawson high incident. On Jordan yeah, Dawson. No, gosh. Um, Gold Coast, uh, much better. Probably three goal better team up there. But Collingwood. You just can't tip against Collingwood at the moment because they're somehow finding ways to win, even though they're not firing at all and they're really missing Jordan Ngoi. Uh Teams are finding ways to score the, against them in quarters, but not for the whole game. It's just that contest work. If you win the contest around the half-back line against Collingwood, your half-back line, and you can get it through that, through that defensive line, then you score. And the Suns are a pretty good team in the contest, so I think this will be an even game, but I'm tipping Collingwood. Yeah, I think this will be close. I saw them two weeks ago against Carlton, and they were they were pathetic, and then they put in a much better performance mm. against Hawthorne. One lot they should yeah. against Hawthorne. Yeah. Um, but this one... Uh, you can't tip against Collingwood. Well, put this up. If this was round 24 and I needed to make up a couple of tips, I'd be tipping Gold Coast. Yeah, <laughs> but, that's fair. But we're, we're about eight or nine rounds out. I don't think we need to be that desperate yet. So I'm tipping Collingwood. But I think this will be a really good game. I think it'll be very close. On a Saturday night footy at the MCG and we see Essendon against Port Adelaide. Uh, this is the second time they've played this season. We And we also remember what happened... At the end of last year when Port played Essendon, uh, that was a very one-sided game. There was a bit of carnage afterwards at Windy Hill. Uh, mm. Or at the... Hangar. At the hangar now. <laughs> I'm yeah. still living in the 2000s. Yeah. Um, that was amazing. You missed that press conference when you rocked up to Windy Hill and you should have been at the hangar. <laughs> <laughs> Did you give the Dons a chance to cause an upset in Port Adelaide's uh, winning streak? No. Only because Draper's out. Essendon are going well. I reckon Essendon are just having a good year. Whether they make finals or not is kind of irrelevant in some respects. Not to their supporters, obviously. But uh, they're playing consistent footy. They weren't good enough against Fremantle because they conceded goals from centre bounces. Mm. Um, Port Adelaide are a bit like Collingwood. They're hard to tip against at the moment. They've obviously won, what, is it 11 or 12 in a row? Um, So they've got Butters, Rosie and Horn Francis. And while they're fit and... On the park, I'm going to tip them. 
Junior Rioli a chance to get back as well. Uh, they've won six in a row against the Dons. Uh, yeah. and a the real Dons look. pushed them last time. Yeah, only because they kicked 12 goals, 20 though. Yeah, that's true. So I think they should, should have won that by a little bit more. But I'm tipping Port, but I don't, I'm not doing it with a whole heap of confidence. You've got no confidence. No, it's a tricky round. I, I it's think not Port a tricky win. round. It's an easy round. Ah, uh, we'll see. But it never turns out like that. I know. Mm. Sunday afternoon footy and it's... Uh, at the MCG between Hawthorne and Carlton, two big Melbourne clubs down near the bottom of the ladder at the moment. And we saw, uh, well, if you use Gold Coast as a form gauge, then Carlton should win this by 120 points. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you used Gold Coast as a form gauge? <laughs> well, well I mean, how often do you get a team playing the same team? Uh, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, and everyone knows what you mean. Carlton thrashed Gold Coast. Gold Coast thrashed Hawthorne, so Carlton should thrash Hawthorne. But we're There's talking about Carlton <laughs> and the bye. But I still think Carlton have to win this if they're going to be any chance to just keep their uh, momentum. Um, it's a real danger game for them because Hawthorne moved the ball with Dare. They got a bit of speed. Yeah. So Carlton got to deny them the ball, otherwise they could be chasing a bit of tail, That's as, true, as Brisbane found out. And. They're better. Hawthorne haven't put two bad ones in a row in, but no Sicily just tips the scales Carlton's way. He's such a, I mean, he's their best player and he sets that whole back line up. So I think, you know, Carlton. I think Carlton. I say that with. I mean, they, they yeah. should win against Hawthorne. I mean, there'd be questions asked if, if they drop this one. Um, oh. Jath is a chance for Hawthorne oh, this week. Great. He, he's, he'd, he's a, he'd be very important, especially with Sicily out. He's, he's run from half-back. Very exciting to watch for Hawks fans. Uh, I'm tipping Carlton, not with a huge degree of confidence again. No, that's fair enough. I mean, how can you tip Carlton with a huge degree of confidence? You'd be certified if you did. <laughs> Boys, for both of us, the other Sunday afternoon game is the Melbourne Footy Club against Greater Western Sydney out at Alice Springs. And... Mm. This one, this one's quite tricky as well. This game. Um, yep. If if this was played in Melbourne, you'd be a lot more confident tipping Melbourne. But they're having so much uh, trouble scoring in the yeah. last month. It's a real painful watch. They were actually really good against Geelong for three quarters. They just dropped the, dropped their whole. You know, Geelong won that on effort and spirit and all those sorts of things that are intangibles. But Melbourne had been playing really well for the first three quarters defensively. And I think they'll be able to restrict the Giants enough to to win without, um, you know, shooting the lights out on the scoreboard. It'll be interesting to see what they do with their Ruckman, Max Gorn and Brodie Grundy. And I think this is the week to actually push Gorn forward and see if he can have an impact and let Grundy loose in the Ruck um, against... Briggs, who's been outstanding for the Giants. Um, no Oliver again, which is just all a bit weird. And it's, it's very, it's a very uh, intriguing hamstring injury. That well, they should have been up front at the start. Um, and Hibbard, yeah, that's that's a loss. But uh, he's been out in and out for most of the year, and probably Bowie comes in as you've got on your notes there. Mm. Um, and you know they they'll cover for him. So I think Melbourne. Jesse Hogan and Nick Haynes likely inclusions for the mm. Giants. Uh, I mean, I don't, the Giants are going for their th- third win in a row for the first time since late 2021. They made a big point about uh, getting two in a row last or well, two weeks ago. Yep. 
and uh, I think they put it up on their whiteboard 600 odd days. Uh, I don't think they'll uh, make it three in a row this week, but I think they'll give the D's a good run for well, the money Josh in a real low scoring so game. Well. Mm. Canelio's playing on. They get Whitfield back, or is he? Did he? Miss no, he's still got another week suspension. Week. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Melbourne. You have to tip, but the Giants are going well. Mm. Final game of the round. We're not going to spend too much time on it. West Coast against St Kilda. Give me a margin. <laughs> Thirty points. I reckon St Kilda are actually the perfect team for West Coast to play because they're not really damaging attacking and a damaging attacking team, and they're a little bit immature in the way that they play. So I reckon they'll be a bit nervous about going over there and knowing that they have to win. So I'll say five goals. I've got 47 points for the Saints, and I think there'll be quite a few people, St Kilda people out there, a bit nervous this weekend, oh, yeah. more nervous than fun. they should be. It's like walking out to bat to face your bowling. Like you just know you're on fighting to nothing <laughs> if you go out. <laughs> okay, on, on that note, on that sad note, uh, that's all for this week. Thanks for joining us. Make sure to subscribe, rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you via email, realfootypod at theage.com.au. Check out the rest of the expert tips at our new tipping page on theage.com.au slash AFL. The podcast will be back next Monday. Catch you then and may your team win. Listener.